0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious Journey Podcast. We are here. What's up, brody?
1: We are here. What a day.
0: <laughs> yeah. How uh how did golfing go? I saw you uh you met what? Uh Philip Former or something like that.
1: Yeah, man, what a what an interesting day. So like I was gonna go play one course and I went online to like book it and I they were like, Yeah, we have nothing till five and I was like, Yeah, listen, I can't be waiting that long. Yeah, like, we have a middle school tournament going on here and i call this other course like we have a middle school tournament going on but you can play at four and i was like i can do four yeah. so show up and then like i'm grabbing my clubs out of my car and i turn around and i'm just like oh that's that's Phil fulmer
0: yeah
1: i was like interesting
0: and, and i used uh, walk up too
1: uh, he was like walking right right by me because oh, i yeah. right by, like the clubhouse and i was like uh how's it going coach yeah <laughs> and uh i like, introduced myself and i was like you might have, like grab a picture real quick he's like yeah, yeah absolutely and that's uh dope, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny though because uh so i texted one of my i sent a picture to one of my boys that uh went to ohio state and uh, he's like that's a hilarious polo he had like just an sec polo on it's like a polo just like yeah. logo. He's like that's hilarious i was like nah man it just means more down here
0: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> they and like now i feel like i gotta start repping uh the sec ever since yeah you Oklahoma do join my god gosh dude and the ah those are some of the most obnoxious fans there is but it is a lot of pride in it too though so yeah there is i gotta i gotta give it what it is so yeah no nah, it's it could be worse we could be going to the big 10 but anyway no <laughs> <laughs> <Or the
1: Pac-12. laughs>
0: nah, honestly yeah the pack 12 jesus or the swag oh my gosh <laughs>
1: but yeah it was interesting i was like oh well what a day this turned out to be so
0: yeah uh um, well bro let, let's hop right into like the hot topic of today what in the hell is afghanistan
1: what in the hell is joe biden is the
0: that's is. the bigger and better what is this whole democratic party like
1: listen listen i'm gonna tell people now mm-hmm. I you heard me you heard what just happened i just got to play some golf we don't All play right. golf sober so i'm just gonna go ahead and Just clear the air here. I might hurt some feelings.
0: (laughs) I like it, Um, bro. Like um, people got what they wanted. They, they got a democratic house, a democratic Senate and a democratic uh, president Mm -hmm. three, three of three. All right. So just no, they cannot blame anybody else but themselves. And yet they're still blaming somebody else.
1: Hey, elections have consequences. Let's just go
0: man, ahead. Man, and I'm looking at, like, all these, like, posts about it and stuff. The comments, people are saying, this guy, uh, this is Trump's fault. Bro, <laughs> how? I, you know, I would give, I would shoot some people some bail if they would say, like, George W. Bush. Ah, okay. That makes perfect sense. I get that. <laughs> but Trump, bro, what, my man was hard on China and had a weird kind of relationship with Russia. I don't really know if we could throw Afghanistan and the Middle East into this mix. He even So much so, he even, what, he got a, um, a Nobel uh, Peace Prize for the, uh, for the Middle East deal. So, like, if anything, he tried to, like, resolve issues. Uh, so, well, I, I don't know if Afghanistan is uh, considered the Middle East, I think, or Southeast Asia. But, um,
1: but we lost an
0: embassy. Bro, that's so wild. Like, that's wild. Bro, that's supposed to be an act of war. That is a direct act of war if you attack another country's embassy. I get we cleared it out, but they it's pretty clear in the UN codes. If you, let's say, bro, if I go and I jump the fence and I knock somebody out, You're that dead. is considered a direct act of war and they can retaliate. But you're dead. Facts. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get so I get we pulled everybody out. And uh well, we're going back in with thirty five hundred more troops tonight. Uh we sent in three thousand uh, a couple of days ago. Bro, Trying I got, help with evacuation.
1: I, this podcast is about to make history, bro. I'm telling you now, we're gonna be at war <laughs> in the next thirty days.
0: <laughs> you think thirty days?
1: I'm giving and I might I'm being generous. I'm giving myself a lot of time here at 30 days.
0: My see, Taylor just said that because uh, you know, with me, like I'm I'm signing up, so I go um, I go Wednesday to take my test, yeah. Um, and so, um, I she said that she was like, I don't want you to go to war, and I was like, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna just lay down some landing strip, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, man, here's the spot, uh, I'll see you, man. Bye. And you can, mark my, you can mark my words right now if we go to war with them. You'll no, see me there. I'm, I'm coming with you, boy. All right, okay, bro.
0: My only thing is this: I don't think we'll go to war. I'll say why Biden is—he's too scared to backtrack. He's pussy. Facts, facts, and he'll say because, uh, like, his whole speech today. Uh, he said our whole job is to not. Um, it, it wasn't to nation build. It was for counterterrorism, and so all these veterans are saying, "So what the hell, did my friends, die for then?" And it was like. Now, he may be singing a new tune now, but I remember when they said, I mean, even though I was a kid, I remember when they said we were going over there to basically free those people, mm-hmm. help them establish their own country, roughly. I mean, that's the whole point of building up the uh, the Afghani forces, like their police and their troops. Like, that was a whole premise behind that. That's the point of us giving them our technology and weapons. Like,
1: Well, that's why, that and then like today, Biden said like, Because their leaders fled is the reason why we aren't helping them anymore. What the hell are you expecting to do,
0: bro? They, they, yeah, if they can't control those people, like, and you were supposed to be the controlling element there.
1: Facts. I don't understand. What do you think stops terrorists? Gun control, math, like, like like, what the hell? It doesn't make any sense here. There's no, there's no rules again for terrorists. They are terrorists.
0: Facts and like. Uh, I've been watching like uh, like little documentaries or whatever they be call like docu-series uh, yeah. from like, uh, you know, like all those YouTube places like Vox and things of that sort. They've been doing it for years, but they uh, did one like four years ago about like why Afghanistan can't be under one central rule. Like they have a government, but it's not how we think of government because some of those people have been living in isolation for hundreds of years because it's such a mountainous region. So they don't know the people that are just on the other side of the mountain. Like, they don't know. Uh, It's no point for them really to go that, you know, they're self-sustaining right there. Um, So they were saying for us to come in and try to like, be like, here, this is how we do it in the West. This could be kind of for nothing. And that was years ago. So now that we really see, you know, like the the war winding down now to where we completely pull out and the Taliban, I mean, they're using that old tactic tactic of convert or die, plain and simple. That's how they're controlling these people. That's how they're, and people are looking at us like, yo, you abandoned us.
1: <laughs> I hate yeah. the
0: West now. And you know, just for that, I'm gonna help these people because my family has to eat. They have a famine over there.
1: like yeah, it's like, we don't wanna die. We don't wanna be killed. Exactly.
0: It's like, hey, help us or you and your family dies and we just keep going anyway. And so it's kind of like they become sympathizers is what they they call them. So even if they don't take up arms against them and try to get in their way or they don't fully participate in what they do, they don't stop them from doing it either. They kind of just let it happen because they're like, I I just want to eat and I want to live, which is sad, bro. But um, I feel like we since we stuck our nose in it, we have a responsibility. Like if we I could see if this was, what you know what? if this was 5 years into the war over there and then you're like okay hey you know we're backing out to me that makes more sense but we've been there what they say, hey, 20 21 years 20 years 20 years going on 21 so it's like i mean you kind of you kind of got to st- stick that one through um i don't know if you've seen that video going around but there was a guy he was uh Taylor just showed it to me um but he was uh, he was a veteran and he was speaking on that he was saying like he said, you're supposed to stick a war through no matter how long it takes. He was like, there's not there's not an end date on when a war is. It's when the job is done. And I was like, you know, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because what would be the point of going anyway if you're going to be like, yeah, we're leaving on this day? Like, you know, so um, this is – I just that, hope it gets the better the, before that's
1: worse. The, that's the other thing is like, again, I'm using the word terrorists because that's what they are. Right. But like – Taliban like okay they know we're leaving all right let's chill till they're gone and then bet we're in control that's exactly
0: what they did dude they cut they conquered five cities in one
1: week Five cities. here's my thing I saw the thing I saw the thing today where it said they are going door to door looking for U.S. allies I believe it but here's the thing that is legit spitting in our face and us just saying thank you please do it again
0: like I don't know what the what the troops that they're sending over there now what they're supposed to be doing,
1: but I mean, there's no, there's no way they're going to interact with these people peacefully.
0: Yeah. Well, and two, my thing is, bro. Like, uh, like I said about this place, it's a it's not a gigantic country, but it's a lot of space to cover. And if they took five cities in a week, bro, that just lets you know, like how much support that they have and how many people they have following them mm-hmm. so it's almost like they're, it's just like another war starting again so maybe like you said um yeah I don't know uh I, I, I don't see the 30 days but now if you say like January yeah I, I could see that mean
1: what are we what are we supposed to do when we get there you know what I mean like what exactly I is mean the-
0: yeah do you, you basically got to start over from square one that's really what it is. Cause like all those people, they're still gonna, view, how I'm imagining it is they're still gonna view you as abandoning abandoning them. They're gonna see it as now you're just trying to come in and save yourself. At least that's how I would view it. It's mm-hmm. just like, no, I don't want you here. <laughs> like, um, But then too, I just hope with this, oh man, cause you know how um, uh, they just love letting everybody come over here uh, improperly. I hope we don't just see this huge insurgence of people over here uh, that just came from that hostile of a territory, and to even clear that up some. Uh, I say that because they've seen, in, for instance, in Canada when they took in all those Somalians, they saw an increase in uh, violent crimes because a lot of those people were older, and that was their first resort of settling issues there. So when they're interacting with natives, not understanding the culture things yeah. turn that way. And naturally. Go, exactly. And you so it's not trying to blame those people and clump them in as one. It's just that it's harder to sift through who's what and who's doing what when you rush them in. It's one thing when you vet them for a few years and you know you figure things out, but when you just let them just flood the gates you say, all right, come in, they're not assimilated to how your culture runs. And especially while our culture is still adjusting and changing, it seems like every day. Um, you don't want to add something into that mix that might make it go south.
1: Well, the other, the other thing is so we're just if we just let people in, how do we prevent a you know homeland attack at that point?
0: Absolutely, dude. I I agree, I agree. Um, I was trying to tell Taylor too, uh, because um, she was freaking out, you know, because they they took over that airport, but they say they just got control of the airport back well, with 3,000 soldiers, so yeah, that's good, but. Um, she, yeah. she was like, "What are they gonna do with those planes? Like, can they drive?" She said, "Can they fly here?" I was like, "No, uh, no
1: they're getting shot down real quick."
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was like, "Well, that's such a long flight, too. Like, like, who's gonna refuel them?" Like,
1: well, I mean, I'm saying, like, flight. you get they're gonna get over the ocean, and they're just gonna be in the ocean.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot them down. There's no way, dude. They first of all, if they had a plane take off uh, that we knew of, I mean, like Korea's right there. Uh then what we have, I mean, we have that bases in Hawaii. They're like, yeah, I mean, they may, that might be the closest they would get would be Hawaii. But other than that, yeah, no. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not. But uh, I was telling her, like, I've seen, I can understand people being desperate to get out of there. But did you see those people grabbing onto the uh, the Air Force plane today?
1: Dude, that's literally a death wish.
0: Yeah, bro. That was wild to me. Dad, like, like you, were that's trying, really like you were
1: trying to just hold on to a plane that's trying to take off, bro. But bro. You just just hold on in the air? Come on. Bro,
0: and like, because it's like, what do you do when that gets up? To, let's say hypothetically, you made it through this takeoff of going 600 miles per hour. All
1: right. Let's say you, you make it. you through. got the strongest grip in the world. <laughs> if you
0: did. Right. And then on top of that, let's say you made it through the whole elevation of this thing up to 30,000 feet. How do you hang on from there to whatever base they're going to? Because let's say it's probably going to be an hour, hypothetically. But, yeah,
1: for real. Like, you're getting smacked in the face with 600-mile-an-hour winds. Bro. And and you're having to hold on.
0: For an hour? Yeah. But let's say you get up to – then you're just dropping to your imminent death, 30,000 feet. Like, you're missing – oh, my gosh, dude.
1: Well, that's the thing is, like, do you pass out on the way up from the elevation? Like – you can't really breathe.
0: That's what. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I, I don't even know if you can breathe up that high. Maybe. I don't know.
1: But, I mean, like, even if you can, you're getting hit with that kind of wind. How do you that's... breathe through that? You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, because every breath is just like... <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, bro. Uh, but, but I mean,
1: that's, that's, like, on a serious note, like, mm-hmm. that's how serious it is. Like, they right. would rather take their chance at that uh-huh. than to be there. That's crazy. Let's, let's let that marinate for a second. They and, would rather try that.
0: And the thing is, people are still supporting his decision to get out of there. I'm like, yo, I want troops home the same way everybody else does. Facts. But we, okay, I, I'm only speaking for myself because I'm about to sign my name on the line. You know when you sign up, the the type of chances you get into
1: they say, hey, it's man, your you're job. probably about it, to spend the next. <laughs> it's your job. Yeah. We sign up for that to be your job. Yeah. Like the and next seven months. And it is appreciated more than anybody can ever use, say words for. Bro, absolutely.
0: But it's like, you kind of know. And I, I get some people that, and you get those veterans. These are the people I'm speaking of. They get out and they're like, yo, there's no point for us to be here. They should bring those people home. But it's like, but yeah. But unfortunately, people that were in leadership before, they put us in it. So it's though it's not, we didn't make the decision. We didn't make the choices. We have to live with those choices and it's our job to do something with those decisions yep. now. So um, we'll be here to tell you guys more about it uh, as it goes hopefully, on. Hopefully we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, cause dude, so I go Wednesday. I told him I want to leave as soon as possible. I think I already said that last pod, uh, but he said that uh, the earliest I would leave is uh, mid October. So at least gives me like another month. Um and yeah, we'll see. What uh, what branch would you go to, bro? I heard you say you say you might be leaving too. Bro,
1: whoever sends me over there is fastest, man. <laughs> would you uh would you try to do like a like a specific job or would you try to do like infantry? Whatever gets me active duty as fast as possible to go take care of business.
0: Oh legit. Oh dang, bro. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you would just hop into it.
1: My my pride for America and for this country is, is way too much for me to just sit around and not do something about it. Right. If, if I've always said, I've said this since I was a kid, man, if like I was 16 years old and still to this day, I'm 26. Huh. Like if we ever go to war, like my name's on that dotted line tomorrow. Yeah. No, Ready to go. Know. Send me to, send me to boot camp tomorrow. Get me out. <laughs> yeah. and you can put me on a plane. You can put me on a plane ride over there and like,
0: well, um, what was it? I was uh, just with dealing with all this military stuff. Yeah, I've been like looking up like stories and stuff and you know, like watching the clips. And uh, there was a guy um, just in the comments, he talked about how, cause I was studying for the ASVAP. And the guy was like, he said, man, I, I remember when I used to, uh, he said, when I took the ASVAP, you took it. He said, then they just told you a day to show up. And you just reported and you signed up for whatever job and you, and you went on from there. And I was like, But can you just imagine, like, it's just like, all right, here's your job, this blah, blah, blah. You know, you just go from there. Like, to now it's, so you sit, you take it, then you go home. um, Well, you take it, then there's a physical the next day. Then you go home, and then you go back into your recruiter. They talk about, like, your job and stuff. And um, then you decide, you know, like, from there, and then they set out, like, a date for you to, you know, do everything. Uh, So I guess this is a time of peace which is why it's more so that way. Um, but I guess he was in a time of war because he said he was an older guy. I forgot what he said, like 60 something. He was like, he went in like 60 something. So um, Oh okay. uh, yeah, I'm just imagining like, but you're just like, all right, here's a job. And this is the day you go. And uh, thank you. Like, that's so wild, dude. Um, and I've also listened to like, like people's draft stories but there was a guy, um, he was he was from Montana, and he he asked, he was like, he knew he was going to get drafted. He had just turned 18, so he just went down to the um, to the whatever you go to, the recruiting office or the, uh, the drafting office, and he said, hey, uh, my, my name is so-and-so. When will I be drafted? And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it looks like a, like you would be like a couple of months. He was like, can I leave like sooner? He's like, just go ahead. And they were like, yeah, you, know, like you he said, and I think he said he left in two weeks. right after that, he said he he, he uh, so he went home. He like he got his job and he like told his job and everything. Like this was way back in the day, you know. Um, and he said um, he was working at, like some paint something, but then he said then he just showed up to a bus and he was off to training camp. And he's or I think it was boot camp for him. And then he said, um, and then he uh, he was there for three weeks. And then he said, next thing he you knows, he was gone off to war. Where, like, you know, normally, like, we go through, well, for, like, the Marines, you go through 13 weeks. The the Army can be anywhere from, like, 8 to 10. That's typically everybody else, 8 to 10. Yeah. So, like, for him, three weeks and, all right, here we go. Like, that's wild, dude. They were just sending, you know, like, everyday people that just were just living a normal life yesterday. They were just sending them over there to fight.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do in that case, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, like, to see the picture of, like... Oh, well, it's crazy because also, what was it? Uh, I might be butchering this. It might Was it August 8th when uh, <laughs> then Biden said that nobody would be evacuated from the embassy? You
0: know? <laughs> Probably. That sounds about right. That sounds then, like
1: something he would say. Well, no, that's what he said. I just don't know if it's the date. It was, it was oh, okay. on the date, but it was, like, it was pretty recent. Like, like, and then all of a sudden, there we are, helicopters fucking getting people out of the...
0: Dude. And it's what he said today, just looking at him, he was like reading from that teleprompter. We're not into nation building. We're into counterterrorism. That's what the mission has been the whole time. He said he voted something down in 2009. And he was like, and I stand firm behind my decision today. And I was just like, dude, listen to what you're saying.
1: Well, the other thing is like (laughs) him, Kamala, and Nancy, all three of them were nowhere to be found. Until there was this speech, he had a written, monster. Until the speech was written for him, basically to read off the teleprompter, which I was surprised he could do still. Yeah, honestly. But, but apparently there's a report where like Kamala literally has been heard saying they are not going to to put this shit on me. Is her exact quote?
0: No, it's going to be on you. You signed up for. It. We're putting this on you. You wanted all the flame, uh, all the fame, the glitz and glory. And this is what comes with it. Hella high water. Look at Cuomo. He was just being called to be president, uh, what, 10 months ago?
1: And now he's resigning.
0: And now he's resigning as governor. That's what comes with it, buddy. It can be high the next day and you find yourself in a world of trouble the next.
1: And so I wonder what's going to happen in New York City. What do you think? Or not New York City, but New York in
0: general. Just New York in general? Uh, So... uh, as far as him, I don't think he's going to go to jail. Um, I think it's that, I was actually talking to my mother about this. I, I feel like it's, sets a weird precedent. Like we've seen other countries send their leaders to jail, but we also see how some of those other countries are. <laughs> yes. So like here, I don't know if we could do that because like bro, that just opens up a whole can of worms that nobody wants to get into.
1: Well, I think there's there's too many dirty politicians for like exactly want him him to go to jail because then it sets a standard. That's what I'm saying. you are probably going to jail too, buddy.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm. And you know, before you know, like it's it's that Pandora's box. It's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, you can you can go down it, open it up if you want to, but what comes out of there and what you find is on you. I told my mother, I was like, I feel like they won't do it too because it uh, it's a when it comes to espionage and just other countries, bro, if you know, like something like verbatim can get a politician sent to jail, what makes you not come send people over here from this country, from your country and make those politicians engage in those actions? So, you know, that oh, I can disrupt their whole political system just by simply doing this, this, and this, like having these people do that. And that's
1: how how somebody gets me too'd
0: bro that's just a matter okay if that was like the precedent for you're out of here and you're going to jail oh my gosh bro how many of those politicians would get in trouble
1: for that well then how many people would also like even if they so let's act like politicians aren't dirt bags but people are going to say whatever at that point Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, exactly and that's what i'm saying that's part of that pandora's box and it's like How do you decide what's what, who, what's what? And then you're going to have the people that's going to say, believe everybody that everybody is a victim. So you're going to have the courts, you're going to be backed up with stuff like it's going to be, so they won't be happy if the people stay in office. Uh, Then you, and if you remove them from from office, other people will be upset because you removed them. And now we have uh, it's unstable. So it's
1: like, yeah, and you possibly put on somebody that's not even fit for the job yeah. in office at that point.
0: So I'm saying, like, it could that is a Pandora box. I want them to keep a tight lid on. I mean, don't get me wrong; nobody is above the law. I want to make that clear. If you broke the law, absolutely, like, you should go to jail. But don't. That's this. It could be a very slippery slope. Exactly, but make sure for like what do they say: double, triple, quadruple check. There's no doubt in my mind he did it, bro. If the attorney general got on national television and said we found everything in this evidence to be conclusive with Governor Cuomo being guilty. Fam. No, he did it. The, the yeah. attorney general is not getting on there and saying that. They would beat around the bush, give you every other word and adjective in the dictionary to not give you a straightforward answer. But she was clear and concise and deliberate, bro. No, my man did it. Like isn't it we now we're just we're trying to find uh we're trying to basically wrap it into a case is what she was saying. But no, the the evidence is there and it supports every claim mentioned. Yo, so it's no doubt, but I just don't know if they would give him a punishment that other people would get. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I think it does. Yeah, cause I, cause I do they say, like, oh, your punishment is you lose your job?
0: Right. Uh so uh I don't know what happens to New York now. Uh you know, it's it's a hotbed for uh, politics for sure right now just because de Blasio is doing one thing as the mayor. You got Andrew Yang trying to run for mayor, or something like that. Um, I forget uh, uh, the black dude's name, but I think he's running for mayor or governor. But I kind of like him because um, he's talking about introducing guns back into New York, the right to carry, which I think is dope. I think every American should have that right. I don't think any state should be a, a shell issue. Uh, that makes no sense to me. But uh, I think New Hampshire has a right with constitutional care. It's mentioned 16 years old, you can carry. Now, I don't know if I really want a 16-year-old to carry. But, you know, if that's the age that we choose to make people um, be of consent, then, hey, man. Like, I'm for that over shell issue. Are you familiar with, like, shell issue? Mm-hmm. So shell issue is uh, basically as as that council and city council see fit. So whether it be, like, a sheriff department or the police department, whoever, they issue it based on when they see fit for you, to. So, like, there's been people, like, of tales of, like, in New York, they've had to submit, like, all this paperwork and stuff, go through all this training uh, just to get a gun license, and it's taking them, like, three to five years. Just to get That's it. so dumb. Right. And it's like... Um, and, and so, and they don't have to issue it to you. That's the the main thing. But New York is that way. Uh, Massachusetts is that way as well. Uh, they're, they're all shell issue. Uh, well, I shouldn't say all of Massachusetts is. I know Boston is. Uh, it's a shell issue. So uh, where the whole state of New Hampshire is uh, constitutional carry from sixteen. I know Texas is trying to introduce that constitutional carry. Um, Surprise,
1: Texas wasn't first.
0: Right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they they give it, as soon as you turn 21, though, I mean, it's uh, everywhere. It's uh, you have the right and they have, you know, the permit to where um, it's a uh, reciprocity. That's what it is with. Uh, so they're kind of like Tennessee. Tennessee has reciprocity with 37 other states. So your license here is recognized wherever you carry that at in those other states. Uh, Texas is very similar to so it's crazy.
1: Uh, it's crazy that yeah, no matter you, can, you can go to a different state and because of who they have politically voted for, basically, it determines on if you can do something different or not
0: exactly exactly it, it is i, I mean, it's good i I do like it that way because I am for a smaller government, so that's a way of breaking it up, you know, but at the same time it gets on things like that, it gets nitpicky, but
1: because, yeah I mean, that's a thing, like when the Constitution gives you the right to bear arms,
0: right, right right
1: here we are saying like,
0: and they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure you can, but jump through all these hoops really fast. And uh, then, you know, walk on water over there and then come back around and we, we might do it. Right. Like that's when I might know, bro. If, if you sign up, you sign your name, uh, you clear all the stuff. You don't, you know, they do the background check and all that. And you are legally fit. Then I think you should legally be able to possess and carry. It's,
1: you know, you know what we should do. We should uh, make sure that Afghanistan knows about like, gun control.
0: Bro, did you see CNN <laughs> praise them for wearing masks?
1: There's no way it's real.
0: No, but- it is, bro. I looked it up. Yes, a thousand percent. That was real. I said, yo, how stupid is this place, bro? <laughs> like, how is that? Like, how unreal is that? <laughs> And first of all, you know, uh dog on Instagram and Facebook, they're not letting anything go up. Now that's, that's fake. Like, no, nah, bro. They, they put the little link right below it. Uh, you know, f- for more information about this topic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're not playing games. No, nah, that's real, bro. That's crazy. Like they, they're turning to like, uh, almost like a uh, a comedy skit over there. Like every time they turn on, bro. Yeah. Like it's like, are you, you're joking? Like, Bro, that's what they wear every day, because they're in the middle of the desert. It's not because they're worried about COVID. I mean, I get they're close to India, so maybe, but no, no, bro. I, <laughs> I don't think that that's uh, that was their number one priority with uh, covering their their face. I think it might have been like identity and uh, you know terrorizing people. I think that was what was first on on their mind. Yep. Um, I just do that. I'm so over like a lot of these news stations. Like, I really am, bro. Just because they're so, they're trying to divide us so much. And it's like, bro, this is not the time. Like, hell
1: no. This is the time to do the complete opposite.
0: Yeah. This, like, if there was ever a time for us to, like, join in together, bro, and be about each other, this is it. Like,
1: that's my thing is I think even if we did go to war or if we had, you know, some kind of unfortunate event happened in Homeland. Yeah. I don't know if it's like nine eleven where we come back together.
0: You think, right. Uh, there's Oh, I mean, no, I see what you're saying. Uh, I,
1: I think sides are, I think like one side comes together, but I think the other side, I'm not saying which side just because I'm not, but yeah. like, one side is. No, nah, we
0: did. No, call them out, bro. F that. No. <laughs> hey, there's so many people that are so uh, unpatriotic, which is mind boggling to me. I'm like, yo, you live in, in the best place in the entire world to where you can say and do this type of stuff. You are afforded freedoms that people literally dream about. And if they heard that it was real, like when they hear about it, that it's real, they risk their entire lives to get here. Mm-hmm. And you say this place is awful and you can't stand it. And you wish, you know, like, like, dude, I was reading stuff the other day of people saying like America was, was going to fall and like, it should fall because um, that uh, it doesn't deserve like uh, all the, the, uh, the people, it was basically some, some left thing saying that like they're the other reason that America is good, if it wasn't for us, then it would just be a bunch of, uh, corrupt
1: uh fascist
0: and i was like are you joking <laughs>
1: like but that's the thing is i really want the people that just don't understand how great america is to just go live in another country bro because dude, like you're, you'll, be, you'll, you'll be back in a week bro you'll be back bro, in a week I
0: sw- like back be- crawling back and the thing I'm is crying. but I, exactly and i don't want them to go on those little uh you know uh expeditions to where they go out uh or what are you, like an excursion to where they just they play with like you know a couple of uh people that are underprivileged there but then they're able to like you know have their amenities to themselves I, want you to a, go this, I don't it. want
1: you on a mission trip my dude exactly i want i want you in in the slums over in here. the trenches bro
0: oh. <laughs> i want you out there living how they live eat walk sleep breathe how they are bro so i guarantee you'll be back in a week saying like yo all right, I get we got some flaws, but yo, we can work on those. <laughs> all right, let's. I, I want to be here, and man, I just it's, it's so frustrating because it's like people don't realize like all the sacrifices people took just to get here. They think that like they only highlight the bad, and then they make it seem like the bad is what's running this whole place. And it's like that's not true. the The health care you're provided is because of a free market. You know why people can explore diseases and find cures because of a free market. It's not; because, it's it's not government ran for a reason. Like, uh, well, it, and it, it was for a moment, but yeah. Shout out to Trump. I do have to give him credit on that. He opened up the door for experimental medicine. One of the reasons why we can even get into this whole vaccine. I don't know if a lot of people remember, but it was illegal to uh, for people to to try uh, experimental drugs. Uh, even if they had a terminal disease, if it was in trial programs. Trump said, "Yep, if you're going to die and you feel like there's something that you're willing to go after, like that could possibly save you, but it's not regulated by us and certified by us. I mean, who am I to say don't? Like if it was me, dying, I would try it. So he made that possible. And I'm sure there's lives out there that are saved from that. Um, So, yeah, but uh, that's how medicine started that's how th- that's how we are afforded these to sit here and talk and be okay so and I think a lot of people a lot of people uh without highlighting a lot of other things, they forget that
1: yeah they do um,
0: kind of made me kind of think of this as we uh kind of mentioned like government and like more so like government overreach, bro have you heard about apple uh what they're gonna do with uh, like the new like, iCloud and stuff with like, mm-hmm. child pornography. I probably shouldn't say that word again. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh,
1: they're cracking down on it.
0: Yeah, well, just as far as like, you know, uh, for YouTube and stuff. Uh, but uh, let's call it CP. So, yeah. So, for, uh, so as far as when it comes to CP, they, uh, they're going to scan any images you have in your iCloud. And, uh, if you, have 30 hit, if you have 30 hits in their system, then they uh, have an alert about your account and they basically, you know, scan you and investigate you for CP. And so people are saying like, yo, Apple has been preaching about uh, giving people privacy and their whole, like, we're here to like help your life, not to invade it. But now that's exactly what they're doing. And it's like, I mean, it's it's under the blanket of a great cause. But I could see how this could go so, so wrong. Yeah, because so, I
1: mean, if they're looking at everything you have on your phone, basically, to like see if you qualify to be like investigated, like then there's no privacy. I get it. Right. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, we don't need that. We don't need CP out right. there
0: either. Right. Right, and that's that's the conflicting point. Because, bro, all right, think about this. What happens to like, uh, and and some people are going to be like, oh, my God, this is real right here. Uh, The 19-year-old or the the 18-year-old that's in high school that has a a 16- or a 17-year-old girlfriend, she sends him a naked picture. Now, let's say she sends him a lot of them. Let's say he gets the 30 hits. Then what? What happens, bro? And if you say, like, he's investigated and, like, you know, they come down on him, just think about that, bro. You could have ruined somebody's entire life. That's one instance. The other is, since they can't really – this is ran by AI, by the way, in case you are wondering who does this. It's not a person that's
1: looking at this. So like, Yeah, so, like, it's – like, what's the standard?
0: Exactly. Let's say there's a girl – that's 19, 19 20. but she's a tad bit underdeveloped. So it could be, it could look, she could look younger. Now she's sending out pictures to someone she's interested in or vice versa. There's a guy that could look younger. He's sending out pictures and this happens. And then now they get someone else in trouble or they get themselves in trouble for this when they're of age. Like, talk about a slippery slope here. Th- this is another one of those things that can open an absolute Pandora's box, bro. And uh, someone was saying how um, that Apple is kind of putting themselves in the corner because they didn't want to unlock the iPhone of uh, of one of the bombers. Somebody, It was some bomber that happened recently. Uh, but they didn't want to unlock their phone. Uh, but yet they're saying that they can do this after they preach privacy. Yeah, uh, kind of yeah, it's kind of it. like, yeah, you, you know, it's 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 a weird situation. Um, but so so you don't like it though? I uh,
1: I don't know. I I mean, obviously, I'm kind of torn on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't I don't know because I mean,
0: would you? All right, would you would you agree to it? Because it's going to come up in your terms and conditions. What do you say? I mean,
1: I agree to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't anything know. I don't. To hide on, but like, so, but art.
0: What happens to the pictures after they scan them and they take them in? They do they just keep them? I don't know. That's kind of weird. It's kind of gross. You see what I'm saying? Like it's like, yeah, it's like not even no
1: bunch of perverts. What
0: like, I'm just saying, no, 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 bro. It's it's all your pictures in your iCloud. I know. So let's say that. so. Just like just regular you, bro. But like it's like why are you taking all of my pictures? If I wanted you to have my pictures, I would send them to you. Like, but you're, you're scanning all of my pictures that I I'm uploading to your software because you say it's private. It's mine. I can remove this at any point in time. I can be removed from your service. But now you're saying you're keeping, you're basically data mining me and I'm having to agree to it. Yeah. And so then what happens with that data?
1: Yeah, it's true. It's somewhere.
0: Yeah, and then they capitalize off of it, and you or somebody hacks it, yeah, and then you get no, nothing for for your likeness but a phone, or you get in trouble. Pff, what a awful deal to take there! Like, for those people that are into that, I don't have to worry about that, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it this is just sounds like, like it. To me, it's just gonna sound. Uh, it's gonna make a lot of weird, weird things uh, take place. Yeah, same. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, I got, I got two, two more topics here that I, kinda, I kind of want to jump into. I don't know if I want to get into this crazy. Yeah, that. Let's close out on that crazy one. So uh, this other one, uh, I don't know if you, I may have mentioned it to you about Bezos sending that money. Okay, so <laughs> for anybody that does not know this, uh, Jeff Bezos sent, uh, he wired Van Jones and uh, Chef, uh, Chef Andres, he, uh, he wired them both, $100 million each. That means $200 million he sent to them. And he told them he said they've nev- He's never met either one of them in person. Doesn't know much about them. He just said they seem like people that could make the right decisions. And he said that um, he told them. He said they said, "Well, what'd you give it to him for?" He said, "Whatever they want to do." He said, "I, you know, I encourage them to give it to charity to help people, you know, through these times." Blah blah blah. He said, "But they can do it with it whatever they want to. It's theirs." Uh, he said, "Because it's a part of his charity, the so-and-so foundation or whatever." Um, so I was like. And, my, you know, my thing is, before I even get into how I would react, I think Jeff Bezos is playing a chess move here. I think he's saying, like, hey, yo, y'all loudmouths want to talk about everything you would do if you had money. Well, now you have money, so let's do something. Right? right, let's see what moves you make. And so far, Van Jones has not been and corresponding on anything so far. He hasn't really been seen anywhere uh nice. exactly chef Andres said uh because uh, you know he he's over uh uh the world hunger or whatever and, yeah um his response was well this won't feed all the kids uh kids in the world but uh, it's a start that was his response to receiving 100 million dollars and so I said okay but nobody again I haven't seen anything of where he's been a part So I got this idea that they did just about like everybody else, they took the money and they ran off. So on the plug twice. (laughs) (laughs) So my dude, my reaction would have been if I would okay. If he just said, hey, yo, I think you make great decisions. I think you know, give you a hundred million dollars and just help people. I I will help people. But only to a certain amount of money. Dude, I would have first off, I would have just sat back and been like, this cannot be real. Then once I realized it was real, oh, Oh, boy, we're going wild. In the sense of, like, all my friends, oh, boy, we're having a ball, at least for the first week. We're balling first week. Just like getting to hang out with everybody, spend time. Like then we
1: can talk business after that. But. Exactly,
0: exactly. That first week though, it's a celebration the whole time, and then uh,
1: because I mean, really, like if you have a hundred mil, like what's losing ten? <laughs> and like that's all I'm probably donating with, to with your boys. Yeah, I'm what's, probably only donating ten. But like, what's what's losing ten with your boys,
0: bro? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo. A hundred mil, you lose ten on a fantastic week with the guys. Lord knows what comes out of that, and then you just say, "Yo, I'm gonna drop off cup ten, maybe twenty over here for this charity," and then you know, well, not even that. not
1: even just one charity. Like you could probably you can. I mean, hell, you want to give a million to ten charities.
0: Something uh, like that? Me? Uh, nah, I'm, I'm giving it to one. I'm like, I'm giving them putting them in the hot seat. Hey, here you go. And I'm making an announcement. I say, like, yeah, y'all deal with it. And I'm gone. I'm. I don't want to do this. <laughs> we do. I'm doing what Van Jones did. I'm got out of here. What do you mean? Me take? No. Like Van Jones had enough money. He was talking about all that stimulus and helping the black community. Oh, buddy, this is your time. You got. You got a hundred million ways and reasons to help these people that you say are not. Advantaged, I think what you could give even if you gave a hundred dollars to each one of them, I think you can, you can make it stretch 100 million. What is it? Black people make up uh 13 of the population. Let's do some math real fast. If yeah. there's 333 million people minus 13, that's 43 million people. All right, 43, 29 44 million. How much would that be if you so let's say 44 if you gave them all 100? Right, forty-four. Is isn't that like four hundred million though? Let me oh, is it? Yeah, my math might be way off on that. Forty-four million people, and you gave them all a hundred dollars. You have to take
1: a tank of gas. Throw them twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks. Like,
0: yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Four hundred million. Uh Yeah, all right, So maybe not a hundred, but <laughs> throw them a twenty. <laughs> throw them a snack or something little. Little. uh I don't know what else you can get them, bro. That's about it. Yeah. You got to do something though if you're Van Jones, you can't come back out again. But I mean, I guess you don't really have to with 100 million. Not you even honestly yourself. Yeah, you could honestly like go away for forever. G-
1: I think you could go away for forever honestly with like 5 million. If you spent it right.
0: Yeah. What do you Yeah, need? no, I think yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. It'll be it'll get thin, but you could.
1: But I mean, honestly like just need to make it to like 60
0: (laughs) just 60 running like you're good
1: bro why do you want to live after 60
0: like man i'm trying to i'm trying to feel like i'm 40 uh when i'm 90 bro
1: okay but if that if you do that's great but if you get to the point where like you're not mobile like
0: bro somebody else
1: has to take care of you like have have you heard
0: my plan for like as a as a as i'm getting older bro what i'm about to start doing no Bro, I'm about to dog on, about to get on that TRT uh, testosterone <laughs> replacement therapy. Bro, I'm getting on that. I'm doing the Joe what Joe Rogan doing, bro. I'm uh, getting on HGH. Uh, you know the little you give yourself the little one doses a week. They say it's supposed to help your joints. They say the fast. They say the earlier you do it after uh, the pubescent period or whatever. So like you know, for men, 15 to 24. They say or some you know 25. But the faster you do it after that, the better longevity you have as far as like bone density, tendons and joints and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Oh, Like I'm right. about to hop on that and bro, let me get enough money and I'm hopping into them stem cells too.
1: Yeah, you know, I've, heard, I've heard that's a, a game changer. Man, I'm trying to legit be like,
0: I want to look like this until I'm 60. And then I want to look like I'm 40 when I'm 98. So if I bro, if I can make it to 150, pumping, oh
1: boy, I'm gonna Wait, be boy in the gym at 100 saying, "We lifting today."
0: <laughs> boy, it's gonna be. Oh man, let me tell you, I make it to 150. That's gonna be the craziest party ever, bro. Like you talk about why I mean I may not be awake through the whole thing, but let me tell you, it's gonna be an extravaganza. Well, I can That's imagine
1: cause listen if I make it to 50 it's already an extravaganza <laughs> I'm making another 100 after that <laughs> Jesus
0: buddy yeah. I, I'm oh. trying
1: to live for a long time
0: um but yeah I uh yeah I, I think you, you might could go away on five uh I mean 100 mil though should be easy that should be easy money like You don't. You genuinely, unless you just blew like a million dollars every day for like no reason, like I.
1: But like that's the thing is like you literally can buy house, couple cars. I didn't even need a couple. (sighs) Like you just buy one. Like I mean, if you spend your money right, like you literally don't need anything else ever again. You don't, bro. Like and nobody even has to know where you are.
0: No. No. Like,
1: and you can still live lavish every day. That's you can true. go to. You can go spend whatever on lunch, whatever <laughs> on dinner. You could go take the boat. You don't even have to think out. about it. You, yeah, you don't, You literally don't have to think about a single mm-hmm.
0: thing. And you can just, yeah, man. Uh, I've always wondered though. Do you keep all that in one account? or Do you split it? Hell up?
1: no. You split it up, right? Have to, because one person gets access to that. It's over.
0: Sheesh. And what is it? uh the FDIC only uh insures 275,000? You remember Boosie went through that? <sighs> Boy, all that money just gone. And they're like, hey, there's nothing we can do, bro. What is
1: what is hundred million divided by two hundred and fifty K? Ooh. Cause that's how many bank accounts you have to have, basically.
0: Yeah. A hundred million uh divided by two hundred and
1: fifty K? Yeah.
0: 400.
1: You got to have 400 bank accounts.
0: 400 bank accounts just to have it all insured. I mean, you know, maybe there's some rich people stuff out there that we don't know about. That no, it definitely is. There's yeah, <laughs> that they definitely insure, 100%. you know, like another amount. Uh, speaking of that, bro, I saw this dude. Uh, you know, that, you see that trend on TikTok. It was like, let me know you're a millionaire without let me know you're a millionaire.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, you saw the dude with the, with the rotating password. Uh, oh, my gosh, bro. This just through Wells Fargo. He was like, yeah, this is one of my accounts here. He was like, so uh, I can go online and access my account, but like I can't just like how everybody else types in like their username. He has like five steps to get into his. And then after that, once you get there, he has this little beeper thing they has to keep with him. Uh, and they send this code only on this Wells Fargo, like little beep thing. And the code changes every 30 seconds. So like he doesn't set the code for his account. Uh, so he can essentially like never be hacked unless you did, if you didn't have this little thing.
1: And he was that's, like, "Yeah, so that's, that's just
0: yeah." So yeah, and I was like, oh. oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So I'm sure if he's got that, he just showed that on TikTok. They may have some other ways, and like Boosie just wasn't he just wasn't informed. <laughs> he had all his in Citibank. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, well, I should say all of a lot of. But yeah, I uh, I don't. If we hear again from Van Jones, I'll be surprised. You want to know something else that I thought was crazy about this situation, uh, bro? Van Jones. All right, how how do the Kardashians always end up around like money moves? How uh, is that?
1: They're, they're connected with Illuminati somewhere,
0: bro. Because think about it, he was he was just dating or rumored to be involved with Kim K during the separation breakup and all of a sudden he gets a hundred million dollars from Jeff Bezos from a guy he never met. Come on, bro. Like how how can they be so connected to like this stuff? Like that's that was so weird to me. And like you always see around Chris is always in something some other little money move. Like you're just like yo they gotta be Illuminati. If there was everyone they Chris signed them it. up for it. They're it. She yeah, She put every name down. She started it.
1: <laughs> she she did, probably.
0: <laughs> Man, because that is I don't get it,
1: bro. I think OJ mm. took the fall for. Her. You said who? OJ.
0: You think he took the the fall for her?
1: Oh, that's a hot take. I never thought about that. Well, because they were they were like rumored to like be messing
0: around. Right. With that You know, that courtroom picture says uh, she's in there with her ex-husband s- sitting next uh, to her husband. OJ's lawyer was her ex-husband and she was sitting there next to her husband that was, def- uh, and she said, while well, her ex-husband defended her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Um,
1: yeah, well, speaking of OJ, let's, let's listen to well,
0: this. Well, I was just thinking about that when you said that because he said, I'm scared if I go to L.A., Yes. I'll run. A, yeah. So when you said that, I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense. Why you would be scared? Chris can be anywhere.
1: Huh? Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to run into Chris.
0: Yeah. That, yo. Uh, dang, bro. You made me think
1: there. So the for people that don't know, the quote from OJ, which is ridiculous as hell. <laughs> he said he doesn't. he's afraid to go to L.A. because he doesn't want to run into the real killer.
0: <laughs> which, okay also i don't know if people know this why oj is in florida too is because they have that law to where his pension can't be taken from the nfl
1: yeah so if
0: he moved anywhere else that he could be sued and go through so many lawsuits they it would literally eat up all his money so he's just basically avoiding that by living there which is so, yeah makes sense but so I don't even know why he's trying to act like he can even go and live in California unless he just feels so confident that nothing's going to (laughs) happen to his money, (laughs) which being him and giving his track record, I would not feel so sure. I mean, I would feel sure I would get out of it, but not without paying a lot of money. So a lot of money, probably mm -hmm. all of it. Uh, All right, man. So I'm I'm buckled in. I'm ready. (laughs) 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 Okay. Here we go. Yo, I want to read this off how it came to my head, bro. All right. So my hot take slash controversial topic here is Miley Cyrus was hugely influ- influential in the spread of hip-hop to White Suburbs at, when she did her rap album. Where's your take, bro?
1: Dang. I don't know. I feel like – I feel like it's not that far off.
0: Right? Bro, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because I saw her complaining about how she was like uh, – oh, let me let you finish your thought. Go ahead.
1: No, I mean, I just, I think the connections that she had and has, I think it was a good marketing move. And, I mean, I, I just think it was, it was smart because, obviously, mm-hmm. like, she was big. Hannah Montana. Like she was, she was that. And then Migos literally had a song called Hannah Montana. And then here she is. She links with Mike will made it juicy J. Yeah.
0: So this was the, the album was released on October 8th, 2013. I'm looking at all this right now, like in real time. So 2013, it reached the 1 million sales mark, okay? Uh, it was... Uh, the set becomes her sixth uh, to reach the sales milestone. That's huge. Having 6 million, like, geez, bro. Um, so the album was called Bangers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to see if it said that it... Uh, but if like it, that
1: song, that twenty three song, like right, that song was that song was everywhere.
0: Yeah, so I'm wondering if it if if it made it platinum though. So I so I'm about to look that up really fast.
1: But I mean, you're not off. I don't think you're. I don't think you're off on this at all. I don't think this is that crazy. I don't think it's like that controversial either. You don't like, think we saw it firsthand? How many times did we? 2013. I was a, I was a freshman in college.
0: That's what I'm saying, bro.
1: How like, many times did we go somewhere? And that was being, that was the slap at the moment. That face says it went like quadruple platinum or something.
0: Go one more, five times platinum.
1: Yo, what? <sighs> Listen, bro, you're not off at all. And anybody, That's- anybody, anybody that even argues with you is dumb,
0: bro. Cause like, and it just hit me because I saw her. Com- so, what got me to this was, um, so she did the thing, so there's a lot of things that went into this. So, all right, so one, um, Josh Randall shout out to Josh Randall. He, uh, to preference this to cover myself here, Josh Randall is uh, someone that's a part of uh, the LGBTQ community, and uh, so he told me one time jokingly, but because we were talking about a girl that we knew that just broke up with somebody and she was interested in or we perceived what she was doing to be interested in another girl and she was white and so uh he's, when we were talking about this um Josh is one of the funniest people i ever met cuz he would say stuff like this he said he said we were talking about like the details of what she was doing he said he said oh he said that's not shocking he said uh he he said all uh her white girls are just baby lesbians and so all right, all right so that that took me from that moment of you know, we saw the antics with Miley Cyrus of when she broke up with uh, that yep. Liam dude or whatever. Because I've also heard this, that like, uh, like a lot of white women, when they get hurt, uh, it's, like, it's like a joke or what would be a stereotype? There we go, stereotype of like, they'll try to like go to another race to kind of like bait and play around and call it like their, their fun phase. And then they'll run back to uh, their own race. So that's, that's kind of like a stereotype thing. And so I was like, Miley Cyrus executed that perfectly, like to the T. But she was also right at the beginning of all this festival phase that we see today. Like, there was sure there was festivals, but you know,
1: they weren't as big. big.
0: Exactly, like we got a new one every day. What like beforehand, there was like Electric Forest, Bonnaroo. Um, There was like one uh, out west, but like. That was kind of, like, all the festivals you really, like, knew
1: of. Yeah, it was, like, Bonnaroo, Coachella. Yeah, and- exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. And, yeah. like, that might – and uh yeah, South by Southwest. Yeah, but, that, I mean, that's only taken off in the last few years, I feel right, like. Right, right,
0: right. But I think it had started by then, though. But yeah, like, as far it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I knew, like, Electric Forest was huge because it was in, like – It was in Michigan. So much so I even tried to go to it one time. So, like, it was just – um yeah, so – but she did that, and then she got back with her guy, and then you see she hasn't done anything rap ever since. Ever. Like, she, she shut out on all the antics, all the blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I saw her complaining the other day about how she said it was hard for her to uh, ad- adjust as a kid to people loving Hannah Montana but not her. She said when she was on the show, she would have her natural hair, like her natural look, and nobody cared. She said, but as soon as she put on a wig, everybody was like, oh, my God. She said, but that was, like, her real life, though. It wasn't yeah, even, like, hair. you know, just uh, just on TV. And I kept saying, I was like, she's failing to adapt to being a celebrity, bro. Like, you are putting on – people want to be entertained. You are an entertainer. You're putting on a costume. Most people would love to be in your position. They would love to put on a wig and yep. – Everybody scream. And as soon as they take that wig off, everybody goes away. Because you're still you. You get the money from the
1: person with the wig. And what are you, you upset live, about? And then you, and then you get to live your life.
0: Exactly. And, and she was talking about how, like, it was down on her self-esteem and that's such a hard thing for a kid to go through. And I was like, are you joking? But then, it, and right then, bro, it hit me. Where, like, I was like, that explains her whole rap thing. She played out the stereotype of, oh, you want to... Uh, you know, uh, break up with me, blah, blah, blah. Well, fine, I'll go over here. Everybody's going to love me. I'm going to get with these, blah, 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 blah. And then she starts doing the stuff with the girls, sticking her tongue out, being naked everywhere. She's trying to rebel against her parents because her dad said, you know, yeah, we're trying to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. And then it brought me to Josh's point of what he said. And I was like, but yo, I was like, but that album though? And I was like, yo, was she? Because what they kind of, accused like, you know, uh, they, they accused Justin Bieber of being like a culture vulture sometimes, but yeah. not quite her. And I was like, yeah, why has nobody ever said this about her? Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait, I was like, yo, is she like, that was also why well, I say she was influential too, to bring it to the suburbs. She was also influential in rap too, period, because that was at the beginning of when we started seeing um, DJs put out albums
1: yeah. with
0: their name. Like, you yeah. always had like, you know, like uh a so-and-so DJ produced this album, but well, like,
1: like but it was more mixtape. They did this mixtape
0: exactly, bro. Not like them, bro. Right after that, Zaytoven came out with an album. Like
1: and isn't that I correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's when DJ Khaled took off.
0: Absolutely. And DJ Drama came out with an album.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's and, like and, and drama was on mixtapes, but nobody really cared.
0: Exactly. You know, he got busted by the feds for mixtapes one time
1: not
0: surprised yeah bro. he has a whole story on youtube it's super dope like they raided oh, his whole up. his whole spot like okay. this is back you know like when it was like uh super serious for like piracy but like he was like it was like you know the feds atf blah 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 like he said yeah. he almost went to jail for like a super long time for it. um but yeah so um anyway so when i i was thinking about that i was like yo she almost ushered in a new wave of Artists slash DJs producers, she kind of jumped into the game, made her money, went out. Like we even saw wait, that's when Iggy Azalea came in right after her. Like she kind of, and then she played the hurt card, and then she went back and uh, where people killed her for her, going on there and apologizing and stuff. And uh, it was Joe Budden, really, that was that I saw doing this, but like other people too. But uh, and I was just like, yo, she has. Like, she influenced rap because she had such a big demographic. She could reach the suburbs. So, you know, what I said, bringing me to that point of when Nashville was kind of taking off, this was also in that same time period. So, you got all these girls trying to come here and party. They listened to Miley Cyrus.
1: But I feel like, didn't she start this with, like, correct me, did this is not come out? Did Party in the USA came out before that, right? Oh, yeah, 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 way before. But, but I mean, that was a huge pop. Song. yeah
0: absolutely yeah yeah
1: so that was like her let's,
0: let's see when song. so nashville took off in 2015 uh party in the usa
1: that's like 2011 2012 i don't feel like it's too far off of bangers
0: uh oh damn bro, came out in 2009
1: okay maybe i'm way off yeah. but
0: august release date august 11 2009
1: Okay. But I mean, still, so I mean, that, I mean, that's still a song that's played today, but I mean, bro,
0: today still. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but here we are 2009, that song comes out three years later, she releases this other, you Mm -hmm. know, basically, I I know the album's called bangers, but I mean, 23 was kind of a banger. Like,
0: no, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And then I, uh, wait, no, that wasn't her song tiptoeing in my Jordans. No, that was, yeah. yeah. Tiptoeing in my Jordans. Yeah. (laughs) But no, uh, in the club, high up, perp in my shade, toe. that whole yeah, thing. then
1: you have Juicy J. You have Michael made it like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and bro. That's, but that, that's wild. Every time I see girls go out in Nashville, I feel like they're all stuck in that album. Like Facts. it fits. Facts. That whole album fits them going out, and that's why I was like, "Oh my god, she made this happen,"
1: and I feel like she doesn't get credit for it,
0: bro. I haven't heard anybody else ever bring this up. That's why it, like, it threw me off so hard that I even came to, like, this conclusion, bro. It,
1: yeah, I mean, I had not thought about this until you mentioned it.
0: Because, like, but I also don't think that many people are introduced, like, to the Nashville scene. Could, but, like, if they saw what they call Nashville now the third coast, but if they saw... Well, I, I feel like even if you go to Florida, though, like, you see that same type of, like, party scene, though, until you yeah. get to, like, the lower half. You know, like then that kind of turns like real high baller type stuff. But if you know, if you, if you have like uh you know like how we have the kind of like going out bar to bar, blah blah blah, partying it up. She has a inf- infected that scene with the girls we see today, and yeah. it's
1: like you're all, you're hitting that you're hitting the nail on the head, like
0: bro. And yo, is she so? Would she be considered one of the one of the greatest rappers ever?
1: Listen or know.
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> or or is that too far? Is that
1: is I think a that's a little too far. I think it's a little stretch. Because she didn't stick with it. I think if she stuck with it,
0: five times platinum. I'm not ever doing another album.
1: I'm dude. I'm never making music. And I
0: I got six. I already had a five platinum albums already. I'm just throwing this one in here.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: and it went five times so so here's here's
1: another thing that you just made me think about so i watched this the other day charlemagne just to i mean stick with music but charlemagne said that eminem would be washed by every single rapper in a versus
0: that didn't make sense bro
1: so that was my initial thought I've literally been thinking about this for two days. Two days straight, I have literally thought about this every single second of the day. Yeah. Every second. Like right. he said, and this is something we can come back to. He also right. said Kendrick would get washed in a versus. This man said he, that what was he on? Charlamagne is like always what is what is he on? But anyways. He said that 6ix9ine would wash Eminem in a versus. Because okay, I,
0: I thought I heard somebody bring that up, but I didn't know for sure. So he, he said that.
1: Yes. So, but he also said, like, Young Thug, and he said Future. He said Eminem uh, doesn't, have, he said M doesn't have the hits like that.
0: Right. When and, you and preference... When, okay, so when he says against uh, 6 ix 9 that makes sense because 6ix9ine has... Uh, like these infectious
1: type of, like, anthems. almost Bingo. Bingo. Uh,
0: and, like, you know, so there's those ones that they're playing at every pool party, every, you know, going out. Well, that's out, what he, said, out. he said,
1: what does Eminem have to compete with Gummo? Like, Gummo comes on. Yeah. Yeah, so,
0: the but Eminem has a cult following. So if you exactly. put them both in a neutral location, even, you can't even make it slightly north because, Jesus, it, everybody's going to know it. And you got to watch the demographic of the crowd, too. Because if you made it white males that are in that 18 to 26 range, 28,
1: Six, nine even Walker. up to
0: – bro, I think Eminem takes over that, bro. Uh, but I don't know. Think, Bro, I, I, don't know, think, I
1: don't know. I don't know how many people under 25 even know Eminem.
0: Okay. but I was going to say, I mean, I'm 28, but I knew guys like back in school – That had like every album he ever had. They knew every word. But I mean, you still see that today. Like, there's guys. But he has bars.
1: He's got bars. Like he's a rapper.
0: Right, right, right. Um, But not if you made the crowd um, fifteen to thirty. Let's say the crowd's fifteen to thirty, and you did half guys, half girls. All right, and then you did. You did, what, like a quarter white, a quarter black, a quarter Hispanic, and a quarter Asian. All right. So, like, you try to split it up all that way, best you can. I think Takashi might win just because of the energy off the younger kids, but I think Eminem, he might win some. I think Takashi might win some rounds, but I think Eminem edges him out just because so many people are going to, like he's one of those people that people just listen to like in the closet. Like, I, don't, I shouldn't say it. Yeah, like, th- like they just listen to it like if they're just sitting in their room. Like, uh, kind of like like Nickelback. I feel like he's kind of turned into that. Like, yeah, people play it, Nickelback all the time, but they don't...
1: Crazy? Isn't it crazy to think like Eminem was like probably one of the highest selling like artists. Oh, he is, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. here we are saying 6'9". Six, 6'9". Nine. Six,
0: nine. Right, right. I mean, but 6'9 is too, though, is a thing.
1: Okay, fair. But also, but I mean, like, big artists but not like numbers like that young remember
0: six nine had a huge overseas presence too but you remember he was getting like 60 million uh daily listeners on spotify bro.
1: yeah
0: like i don't know how they they, what do they do 1500 uh streams turn into like a physical copy sold Bro, like however much that's daily he was getting bro that was all off his like first little project thing he had, I mean, we yeah. could probably look right now to see what he's getting, like I don't think it's that much just because of all the stuff that's gone on but i th- I, I think agree. he's
1: but, but i mean what post post jail like they said his numbers like dropped a lot, but I mean,
0: yeah, I can see him still being in the mill- bro
1: he's still pff, i mean he's still he, in the millions, but I mean
0: he's at nine point four nine uh monthly listeners bro jesus like and that's after everything bro his top song fifi has almost 700 million streams bro.
1: is that the is that the one with uh with nikki
0: uh it doesn't say featured nikki
1: i don't know if any of his songs say feature anybody though
0: i think you will you have to put that in there no well you don't have to then it might be no, no, his other songs say the features, bro. No, yeah, that's not the one with Nicki. Uh, so there's one with Nicki that it says uh, 6 9 Nicki Minaj murder beats. And then there's one that's not just him. It's, oh, he, uh, no, that's FIFA. But yeah, Fifi is just him.
1: Dude, that's crazy numbers but i was thinking like even like going back to future like future i think does wash him well future, it's future. my bad
0: bro I, I don't know if that's right my bad not to cut you off but uh <laughs> just because it only puts like the the song names right here it doesn't yeah. have so but when i go like actually down to the album then it says like who's on it so yeah mm-hmm. maybe she might be on there but i mean still dog, almost 700 100. million come on but you're getting go to,
1: go to eminem and see if he has anything at 700 oh. million
0: Oh, yeah, you already know what song. uh... I know. Yeah, you get one chance, one opportunity. What's it called? Yeah. You you better move it. Boy, (laughs) I'm telling you, Eminem is watching him, bro. I take back everything I said. What's the place? Bro, guess what? Guess what his monthly listeners are, bro. What? Guess, bro. Take a number. Big.
1: <laughs> no, it's a lot. I know. <laughs> no,
0: like, bro, 42 million monthly listeners.
1: Okay, but what's his, like, top song? Like, how many plays they have? Oh,
0: 702 million.
1: So, okay. But so 42,000 listeners, or 42 million listeners, you said? 42
0: million monthly listeners, yeah.
1: And what was six nines?
0: Uh, uh Nine million. But at one point, he had gotten up to, like, 60 million.
1: Yeah. But, say, he, he peaked before he went to prison.
0: Yeah, but Eminem hadn't put out an a album since 2002, though. Well, yeah, he did, 2020.
1: Yeah, I would say he put out stuff, but, I mean, it's yeah. not been the same.
0: So that's – 42.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: 42 million. Bro, till I collapse – Oh, there's only a few others. Uh, I thought I did that wrong. <laughs> um no, bro, Till I collapses at a billion streams. Wow. Bro, all of his songs are uh high eights or se- high sevens and eights of millions, and that's just the top five. You because you know you can only they can only put five up there. Yeah. Six Nine is not touching him. Like
1: But I think, think on verses, versus, like a versus though, like Six Nine has Fifi at six hundred and fifty eight million. Think about that's the hard. crowd on a versus though.
0: I'm telling you, he has a cult following. Bro, I'm that's what I'm saying. You gotta make it like kinda, kinda even. You gotta think Eminem plays at the gym. Yeah. Like he plays at the gym in the background, bro. Like, then you got people that just they use him as hype up music. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know that I feel like that age demographic, that 18 to 28, even 18 to 35. Like they're going to know Eminem, bro. That's who they're still going to revert back to to listen to. They're like, oh, yeah, you just to listen to this in high school every day I worked out. Like, they're going to do it, bro. Like, I mean, there's songs that I still do that for, or artists I do that for. So, I mean, I can see how somebody would do that for Eminem. Man, just... Yo, I'm so shocked right now by, like, just some of these people's numbers. I hope that turns into money for them or else it's all for nothing, but...
1: Yeah, facts.
0: Jeez. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. What, what do you think about this? Uh, this Kanye Drake stuff. You think? Have you been enjoying the animations like everybody else?
1: They are hilarious. Bro,
0: they are. They are so good. absolutely
1: hilarious. But I really don't want them to drop the album on the same day.
0: Uh, why? Why? Why?
1: Because I want to listen to one and I want to listen to the other, but I don't want to have to compete with who has what. I'm going to pick to listen to first. Like I just want somebody to drop. I want Kanye to drop because it was supposed to drop. I understand Drake tore his ACL, whatever. But like, <laughs> bro, you're hit. You're back. Let's go release the freaking album. LeBron has it now. Give it to us. Oh,
0: LeBron, he has it.
1: Bro, they traded Space Jam two for Certified Lover Boy, and they gave it to each other early, and then it was like Christmas for them. And now we have to sit here and wait.
0: Man, what it must be like to be the rich and famous.
1: It must be nice. But yeah. give us. The- an album, right? Both of you, Drake and Kanye.
0: <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know which one I'm more excited for. I think I definitely enjoyed Drake more, so
1: I think I want him more. I don't know, I'm torn. I like, oh, I love both. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I think I, I, like I, I want to, I want both albums, like, yeah, yeah, like I got a J. Cole album, great. I mean, this reminds me of 2013. That's exactly what it reminds me of. When we had Born Center, Nothing Was the Same, I'm and you
0: just bro. That album will forever be in my heart, bro, right and in my mind. That was the first album, non-Christian album I ever listened to straight through start to finish. Born center? Yes, bro. It's
1: incredible. It's an like, incredible it album. It
0: is a absolute to my I don't know if to anybody else, but I mean obviously to you, but like to anybody else, that is an absolute masterpiece, bro. Like j cole is in my top five dead or alive because
1: but i mean that's how i feel about nothing was the same nothing was the same for me i was a freshman in college bro and i every single day this is not an exaggeration this is not me making it up this is not a lie if i could go back and show you my life in the fall of 2013 as a as a freshman in college Mm -hmm. i listened to nothing was the same every day i walked to class every day i walked to get food every day i walked to the gym Every day I walk to back to my dorm, every day in my dorm. That was oh, I listen to it every single day. Period.
0: Dang, bro. You ever miss those days?
1: Hell no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Bro,
0: low key, I kind of do like now that the fall starting back, you know, like people I know this is a little bit off topic, but just and no, I, wish, I, gotta, I, like,
1: I wish I was doing what I'm doing now when I was in school.
0: Right. Grinding. Mm-hmm. Uh well, I was grinding, but the money wasn't resulting in the ground. Exactly. Which, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like sometimes I think about like walking to the cafeteria, like in the cold, and I uh, get a nice meal. Man, those are the times. Those are the times. But uh, yeah, back to this.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know because I don't know what I don't know what to expect from this Drake album. Yeah. no um, no not, not to say that I know what to expect from this Kanye album either, but. I don't know. I just hope they, I just hope, really hope they don't release release on the same day.
0: Yeah, if they did, that's
1: tough. Because I feel like that's that kind of twists numbers as well. Like, you don't really get to see who did better or who did what because, like, yeah, people are going to pick sides.
0: Right, 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 Um Dang, bro, I'm trying to think it through. which I, I think I have to go with Drake. That's who I really want to hear. And I just want to hear Kanye just because it's Kanye.
1: But See, I, th- I think I would rather hear Kanye because like, I think I'm going to have to listen to the Kanye album a few times before I either like it or hate it. Right, right, right. right. I think I'm going to like the Drake album, period. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like that, that's what I'm thinking of it as too. I know I'm a rock with the Drake one right off. Kanye can kind of miss you. And then like, all of a sudden one day, like it hits you. And you're like, yo,
1: exactly. You
0: know, like, well, that's, and, why want,
1: I- that's why I want that one first. Because I want to be able to sit down all my attention is on this Kanye album, and like, if it misses me, it misses me. But I know I'm going to circle back to it. Right. And I'm it okay. But you did, you just I hate it, and then like.
0: But was, don't you think? All right, oh. like, if Drake, let's say he releases first, and then Drake interrupts that, then you might like get kind of thrown mm-hmm.
1: off. No, because it took me a year and a half to 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 actually like the this album.
0: Yeah
1: so like, like i know what, I know. Like, like, like a, a few going, people right?
0: say uh that about that like uh like it's, it grew on them
1: it's just a different it's a way different sound and yeah. like kanye had never done anything really like that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean like if you think about all of kanye's albums with um college dropout late registration graduation and then like all of a sudden you had jesus I mean, even like 808 and Heartbreaks was different, but I mean you still Man, you still I love that it. album. Same, be. same.
0: That album was I used to play that. I used to I forgot which songs I downloaded off uh Limewire and iMesh. <laughs> and I put them on my MP3 player. Oh man, boy, I thought I was bubbing. I still remember that one. Uh I don't I don't know. Man, you me, love, dude.
1: Love, love lockdown.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was doing like sweeping or mopping the floor in my kitchen, just having my earphones blast and playing that. And my mom was like, "Hey, can you hear me?" And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 "Oh man, yeah, oh Kanye, Kanye, yeah." Man.
1: yeah. But so that, that's what that's my I'm taking Kanye first. That's what I want. Kanye first.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah. We can have hopefully next time we do the pod, uh we'll have like one, one of them. or two of those. So, yeah, we can actually, like,
1: yeah. You know, but with, why a, is, but I guess the other thing is, like, hopefully we at least have, like, a Kanye single or something. Right, something. Because, dude, people have this album. People have it.
0: I like, feel like a lot of people – well, remember he uh, – he, on the previews, he was just saying, like, uh, how he makes a sound is he's still, like, mixing a lot of songs and, like, trying to get them right. Uh, but he's inviting artists, like, uh, to, like, add on, like um, – what would you call that? Verses. Yeah. Yeah onto their stuff onto it so i know he's still like tinkering with it a little bit but a lot of people do have her like the rough copies i heard that on uh, joe Budden's podcast where he was
1: like i can go go download that right now but i don't want to because i want the official
0: right right and he was like uh he said like you know he listened to it and he was like it sounded amazing he said but he knows it's not kanye's standard of amazing so he's just gonna keep on keep on and like until he's
1: like yeah this is right there's only so much you can do, though. You know what I mean? Because I feel like... In, it, in
0: my head, yeah, but I'm not musical. So in my head, I'm like, yo, bro, how many times are you going <laughs>
1: to... But... But that's, that's my thing is, like, I feel like what makes music so good is, like, just being authentic with it. Right, right. How many, how many times can you change something before then, you know, it is what it is. It sounds, uh, like, too uh too good. Or just fake, you know? Like, it just mm-hmm. doesn't... It just is, I can tell you did so much with this,
0: right, right. It and I'm not that out. impressed
1: because it, because it should be better because you spent so much time and effort on it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, I get that, bro. I get that
1: a hundred percent.
0: Um, yeah. Hopefully we can, we can uh we'll give you all a review on that. Um, is there any other music that we can think of from anybody that like we should be looking forward to? That's supposed to drop. I Probably can't not.
1: either. I don't know. Personally, I know this is kind of a personal thing, but one person I'm very surprised that is being successful right now. And I enjoy the music and Mm -hmm. it's not really like never really been like my thing, but Machine Gun Kelly. So like,
0: all right. Hey, man. All right. I'm about to go ahead and get off here.
1: he He changed like his whole everything. Like he went from a rapper to like everything is rock now. And his numbers are insane, mm-hmm. and it's not like awful music. Like it's not good. Like I'm not saying like it's great.
0: Okay, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't hate. Uh, I I I think a lot of Machine Gun Kelly at the beginning was super dope. Um, and then I I was never like a big listener of him though. But like, his big songs, yeah. Uh, but I can tell you one thing: I probably will never want to hear is Machine Gun Kelly on a rock song. So, and I only say that because of given his history, there's not many songs I have found that I like by him. So I'm like, but there's no way I want I want to hear that. Uh, it feels I like to right me, off. just off of sound, like it sounds like an attempt at what Wayne did. But Wayne did so. Is is it kind of like that?
1: No, he has like Travis Barker and like, like. It's uh it, because it's, well, it's, I think
0: Wayne played his his he played all his own music on that. Like he played like played it all himself. Um I forgot what the album was even called. But.
1: I don't know. I, I it's very interesting cuz I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be like absolute garbage." Right, right. But like it wasn't. It's blown, it's blown up. Like
0: All right, well, yeah, let me stop being a hater then. I actually uh, I actually no, I'm be honest. I may not even check it out.
1: It's <laughs> just It's just been surprising because it's it's a completely different taste than what it than like what you think about. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's really a person I just never look forward to. Like it's it's gotta be like thrown in my face for me to like go check for a machine gun Kelly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, he's he's dating uh, Megan, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of interesting.
0: That is, bro. He,
1: Mike, so we can hate it on as much as we want. His lineup that he's had is elite.
0: Oh, of uh, girls he's dated? Yeah. I, I think all of them, again, when girls go through that stage of like, they're like, like a bad boy. He's like a pretend bad boy to me. I can uh, see that. Uh, he's a guy, you know, that was just like around your neighborhood. Like He did stupid stuff uh, that he thought was cool. And, yeah, like, yeah. some of it could have been cool, but it, since it was him, you're like, yo, bro, that's lame as hell. <laughs> like, yeah, and he, and he just, like, annoyed you with how he wanted to be, like, tough and cool. That's what yeah. he reminds me of a lot. So, like, that's if it seemed like it was more authentic from him, I mean, I, I guess it's him, so it has to be authentic. Like, that's who he's been. But I feel like, like he's been like, no, this is what I've seen, so this is what I have to be like. Yeah. Not really, many, like.
1: I don't know how many dudes have have bagged the girls that he's bagged, though.
0: Oh, bro, if you're seeing them, they've been tossed.
1: It ain't no question about
0: it, bro. It's just a fact, now, he just might get it, get to add his name to the list. But, bro, I feel like all of those Hollywood people that are single oh, yeah. oh, just yeah. share the same, same old, same old. And it's like, so if you are seeing them with them, you they've been with the other ones. They don't just pull some nobody Joe blow out the street. To uh, write, raise them all the way up there. No Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um,
1: it, it's always famous people that he's with. So exactly,
0: yeah. But I mean, not taking away from a track, you know, your track list is your track list. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like that's what girls view him as is like that. I don't know, but
1: I can see I it. it. I definitely can see it. Yeah, but, but no, I don't think I don't think anybody's music is like anticipation wise is ever going to touch like the Drake or Kanye. Like that's what yeah. we want. That's what the world wants. Like, they'll do the numbers they will do, like, opening day will be just like ungodly. Yeah. I Let's
0: say that they're going to project, like, uh, like, there is like 600, 600 to 700,000 um, for them first week. At and least. So, mm-hmm. And so I'm it's just, just nuts. like, nuts. Bro, that's a lot, bro. That's a whole lot. Yeah that's all
1: that uh, i don't even understand like
0: bro just take it they said um what uh like i think drake aims for like a million like first week so just take that in a million first week bro yeah i mean that, that has to be a good feeling as a as an artist
1: But, I mean, what did he say? He said, we'll see who's still around a decade from now, and this is what he's doing a decade from now. Right,
0: right. But Kanye even called it, though. I still remember that. I think it was on Breakfast Club. They said, who are we going to be listening to 10 years from now? He said, Drake. And they were like, you think so? This was like right when he was first getting started. This is when I was in middle school going to high school. They are like anywhere from like 2006 to 2008. Yeah, because
1: everyone knew how talented he was, like – He literally can do everything, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I know we've said on here before. And I mean, that's common sense. Like, it makes sense. Like, common knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like, he literally can do it all.
0: He can, bro. He He balances, like, his life with music so well, bro. It's so crazy. Like, the dude, I feel like even though he's doing all this music stuff and putting out stuff, he's always, like, he's on commercials. And then, like, but then when you see him on the commercial, she's vacationing, and you're like, yo, bro, what? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Like, is it – are you working? Or are you not working? You know, like, you see, like, a lot of stars, like, disappear. Like, oh, man, i just been working. But him is like, no, I'm still around. No, I'm working too. But you know, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm vacationing and working at the same time. Yeah, doing it all. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Um, well, yeah, man, that's all I got today, bro. You got anything else?
1: No, nah, man, that's it. Appreciate I'm about to, yeah, the opportunity, yeah, yeah. Hop back in here and uh, talk with the folks,
0: you know. Oh yeah, uh, I'm about to grab me some dinner, and uh, Taylor's over here staring at me now, I'm like.
1: let's <laughs> go. <So, yeah>.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, well, thank you all for watching us. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be back sometime, probably next week. You think? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Till next time.
1: Well, next time, guys. Appreciate it. Oh
0: no, I do that.